everybody, and welcome back to this episode of Southern Onion Podcast. It's us, your favorite hostess. Yes. I'm Erica. And I'm Erin. Well, you don't have anything? I don't have anything today. Erin. I'm sorry. We've like missed, skipped a week, and you come back with nothing. <laughs> I'm Erin with nothing. See, with that, <laughs> so you had something, right? Today. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Uh, fair, fair, fair. All right. <laughs> well, we are so glad you all have joined us today for this episode. Thank you so much for all the listens and the follows and the words of encouragement. We really appreciate it. To all of our new listeners, hello and welcome. Yes, well, we're so happy to have you here in our in our little little corner of the true crime world, true crime podcast world. And to all of our regular listeners, thank you so much. We really appreciate you all more than you more than you know. Uh, we're yes. having such a blast doing this, and hope you are as well. So, Erin, <laughs> I was thinking because I do that mm-hmm. sometimes. It's dangerous. Yes. I know. Yeah, it is. We have not kind of reintroduced ourselves in a while. So. Okay. I figure for the new listeners, because we've gotten quite a few uh, in the Mm -hmm. last couple of episodes, so why don't we reintroduce ourselves, so I will let you, as the shorter twin, go first. Oh, yeah. Well, thanks. He gave it away. I'm short. I know. know. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Well, I'm Erin. I am the the dark-haired path of of Southern Onion, right? (laughs) Right. Brunette hair, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, I live in the Midwest. Yep. And I have a little dog named Maggie, who's a schnauzer. Mm-hmm. Yes, who my niece. is yes, she's an amazing little dog. She's here mm-hmm. now with me, so mm-hmm. yeah. And um, you know, I've we, gosh, I think I got involved in true crime whatever since probably high school. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know, yep. it's been so it's like we started watching the true crime shows and stuff like that, and been kind of interested ever since in it. So anything true crime, and it, of course, it attracts me. Yeah, any type Always. of shows or anything like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. so. Cool. Yeah. All so, right. what what that's do you want to give your background me? or anything like education, things like that? Um, yeah. Well, I can't. I have a bachelor's degree in elementary education and a minor in literacy. Yeah. There you go. And yeah, and I love to read too. I love books. I love literacy and literature and all that stuff. So, yeah. all right. Yeah, reading and and reading all about it. Reading, so. writing, arithmetic. Mm-hmm. That's me. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. So I am Erica. I am the redhead fiery twin, uh, the taller one. And um, I'm also older by a minute. And that makes me the wiser twin because I've been here a minute longer um, as well. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I am also a crazy cat lady. I'm proud of it. I love my little kitties. And I I actually still live in East Tennessee and work in East Tennessee. And um, I'm a avid video gamer i'm an average gamer but i try real hard Um, xbox is what i play on so anybody looking for games somebody to play with i will be happy to help make your team mediocre that's what i do and (laughs) my uh my background i have two associates degrees both are in science for uh, massage therapy and physical therapist assistant so that is where my education uh comes from true crime is always something that it, it fascinates me. Why do people, what separates us, the law-abiding citizens, from those that don't? You know, some people, it's a it's a moment of passion. It's a break. Um, but others, it's like they're almost born to yeah. be a bad person, to commit crimes. What is, what, where does that difference happen? You know, is it in DNA? Is it nurture or nature? You know, what? what is it? So that's what yeah. uh, really gets me into it. And I love football, college and NFL. Oh, yeah. And basketball. Yep. I'm, I'm sports. I grew up playing sports. That That's my thing. So Aaron and I, we just kind of were like, you know, we like doing this. 2020 brought a lot of creativity from people. And so we were just like, you know, let's do it. So we started the podcast. Uh, what? I think our first one was on Valentine's Day this year in 2021. Yeah. So um, we didn't know what to expect, and we're just having so much fun. Um, Neither of us are in law enforcement, have affiliations with law enforcement. Neither of us are lawyers, nor do we hold any law degrees. So what we do 
is we just give our opinion on cases that interest us and we hope that they interest you. So we do our research and we're not professional researchers. We don't work for national syndicated television <laughs> shows or broadcast companies. Uh, so if that's what you're looking for, you can go ahead and stop now and look for another podcast because yeah, it us. is yeah, not us. <laughs> it's not no. it's not you. It's us. Okay. <laughs> so, right, right. So, um, but we appreciate uh, words of encouragement. And if you have a case idea that you'd like to send to us, feel free to. We are on Instagram at Southern Onion Podcast. Uh, DMs are open. Uh, we also have an email address, Southern Onion, the number two, at gmail.com. And uh, if you have comments about the show, if they're productive and, and constructive, we're happy to read them. If it's just your opinion, don't expect a response. I don't know what I don't know what else to say. Um, so, and if you don't like that we banter before we get into the true crime, that's what we do. We are uh, we both believe that there's still good in the world and that you should still have fun with what you do. We're taking on serious subject content. We're talking about okay. serious cases, but we can still show that there's light in the world. And uh, just to remind you that we are human and. We should all try to be compassionate toward one another, yeah. you know. So that's kind of our thing and who we are. So we just wanted to take a moment to just kind of reintroduce and, and let you know what to expect. Or And if you've been listening, you already know what to expect from us. We, right. Yeah. We, yeah. we like to talk and catch up uh, as well with each other uh, when we do these episodes. So, so thank yeah. you for that because you all give us that opportunity. And uh, you encourage us with your listens and your likes and your, you know, make sure you follow if you haven't already. So when you get a, yep. we get a new episode out, you'll be the first to know. And how cool is that? Exactly. Very cool. All right. So, Aaron. So we're recording on Monday, which yes. we usually record over the weekend. But, you know, yeah, things I, actually, happen. I actually had stuff to do. Um, right. Did you catch the Adele special i did and i don't listen to adele which i don't I just understand want to say that. well okay here's what happened real quick <laughs> i was watching 60 minutes because they were doing a thing about the beatles right yes who you at adore. the very end and so right so then i was watching that and they said oh you know come up next adele and i'm just too lazy to change channel mm -hmm. and so it came on and i i really like her i mean i She's found great. her but I know why I didn't list her because she makes me feel. <laughs> you don't want to feel you your know, feelings because I'm like, no, you're making me feel. And I mean, it showed Melissa McCarthy in the crowd like crying the whole time. I know. I'm right. like, and then it was gonna make me cry. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, like, I know. She is a great job. Yeah, yeah. She is wonderful. I I have been lucky enough in my life. I was actually five years ago, five and a half years ago, I was in Verona, Italy, and mm -hmm. shout out Verona, and um, she was there for two nights, and wow. it was on her last tour, and the arena she played at was an open arena, it's an outdoor arena, so you yeah. just had to be kind of near the vicinity, so I got to hear her to for hear two it. nights. Just to hear her yeah. sing and talk to the crowd, it was amazing. And then I actually got to see her later that same year uh, in Nashville uh, when she came on that same tour. So yeah. I love me some Adele. It was a, it was a, it was really amazing. Yeah, and, it was really. Oh yeah, and and one thing I really appreciated about her was she talked about her mental health. And mm -hmm. both of us are both huge mental health advocates. Oh yeah, uh, I've talked about it several times. I'm in therapy. I love it. It's been so helpful. I encourage everybody to go. You need to mm -hmm. go. Um, right. It's wonderful. And she talked about, you know, how. Oh, what was it? We talked about it before we started recording. How she doesn't need to validate others' opinions right. about her. Well, right. people people have made comments saying about her weight loss mm -hmm. and how it's not her job to validate people. Yeah, and yep. make people. That's up to you. Her weight loss was not to mm -hmm. hurt anybody or upset anybody. It was mm -hmm. actually because she had anxiety. Yeah, and it was so bad, and it gave her that that focus of every day at 9 a.m. I'm going to work at the gym. Right. 
And that's why she did it, not for vanity reasons or anything. It was really to help her cope with her anxiety. Mm -hmm. But she said, I'm sorry if people were upset that I lost weight, but I'm I'm not here to validate your feelings. Exactly. I'm not here to validate you. Yep. Um, and I, you know, it's sad that women get judged for their weight and the way they look. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Because people, people said, oh, she lost weight. I bet she won't sound as good. I know, which I don't understand right. that. I thought she sounded <laughs> phenomenal. Oh, I mean, it was just, she, yeah. You know, yeah. Right. But right. no, so, and yeah. and I really like that she touched on that because one of the, one yeah. of the best sayings I've heard and I have to remind myself of this because I want to be a natural people pleaser and I'm, sure. I've, I've really gotten away from that thank goodness but um, one one saying I've heard is other people's opinions about you is none of your business and I mm-hmm. totally agree because I, I don't care or I mean 95% of the time I don't care what other people think about me because I know I'm a decent human and I'm doing the best I can and I'm doing what I can that's all that matters that I know my truth if somebody else doesn't like me or they have an opinion about me that's their problem not mine and you know I encourage those who struggle with that honestly adopt it other people's opinions about you is none of your business it's just not right yeah. You're, you're cool just the way you are. If somebody else has yep. a problem with that, that is their problem and not yours. Yep. There's the door. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, it's, but oh, I, I just adore her. Mm-hmm. And to see her and Oprah together, please. Oh, I know. What I would have given yeah. to be a fly in that rose garden. I know. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah. That it was, was a really good, good special. I hope yep. they show it again. I do. I hope so. And if not, I'm sure you can go on CBS or paramount yeah. is that who cbs is partnered with i believe I'm, so i'm sure yeah. you can watch it and um yeah. but yeah it's phenomenal yeah absolutely yeah, absolutely okay so whew, enough of that right yeah. and um so if you have questions for us too if you have like hey what do you all like about this that or the other please feel free to ask we're we're happy to entertain any questions um oh yeah so, okay. So this this onion yeah. we're getting ready to we're getting ready to peel back is oh. uh, one from the nineties. Um, yes, in the nineteen ninety. Well, nineteen ninety actually. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Pamela Smart. Kind of a brief little thing. Pamela Smart is a teacher. Mm-hmm. Pamela Smart is convicted of murder of her husband, but Pamela Smart was nowhere near the crime scene. Right. So that's what we'll, that's how, I think that's a good way to start that. I think so, yes. how, Erica? How? Well, listen, we're getting ready to tell you. So Pamela Smart, born August 16th, 1967. She was born to parents John and Linda Wojcic, Wojcic, in Southern. I don't see these last names a lot. It's W-O-J-A-S is the last name. So apologies. I know I didn't pronounce it right, but she grew up in Miami, Florida. Uh, Her family moved to Derry, New Hampshire when she was in the eighth grade. Now, Pamela in high school was a cheerleader. She went to Florida State University, and she graduated there with a degree in communications. Uh, While at college, she was the host of a college radio program. So evidently, someone very Mm -hmm. outgoing, personable, could talk to people. Um, And also at Florida State, that is, or excuse me, while she was at Florida State, she had gone up uh, to New Hampshire to visit her family over the holidays in 1986. And that is where she met Gregory Smart, the victim uh, of this case. And they met in 1986. They were married about two and a half years later, so it was a pretty kind of quick romance that led to uh, marriage, but that right. that kind of gives you, okay, now we're up to speed, now we're, mm-hmm. now we're married, and Pamela and Gregory start their life together. Now, myself, yep. I did internet research on this. I did not watch mm-hmm. anything. What about... What you got here? Yeah, I watched the ABC. I love Twenty Twenty. They're awesome. Um, it's called. I know. It's called Broken Vows. It's season forty-two, episode thirteen. Okay. And if you have Hulu, it's on there. Oh, so, okay. Cool. You know, go to Twenty Twenty. Um, but what's interesting about Pam was that when she was in college, she worked three jobs, and her name as a DJ was Maiden of Metal. 
Maiden so she of was, metal. Yes. Love so it. she loves she loves Van Halen. Like she's into like Van Halen. But was Van Halen yeah. metal? I know they were I don't rock, know. but were they like? Right. But, I mean, but, Metallica yeah, I is metal. Skid right, Row, right. dancing, that's metal. Right, right, yeah. But she loved like that, that they call the hair bands. Oh, yeah. She was really into that. But she was, she, you know, working three jobs. She even said, you know what, I didn't, I didn't party in college. Mm-hmm. I just went to school and I did my jobs and that was it. Mm-hmm. So the very first boyfriend she had was, as you said, Gregory Smart. Oh, so that was her first Yes. Wow. And Greg had like the long hair. Okay. And they bonded over like heavy metal rock stuff. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So that's how. And she said at first she wasn't really interested in Greg, but over time they got, she started to, you know, get together more and more. And of course, like you said, they got married. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yes. Okay. So I didn't realize that was her first and only boyfriend. Yeah. This was really her first boyfriend. Yeah. Wow. But here's the thing was, like you said, in high school, she was a cheerleader. She was in a lot of clubs and groups. Yeah. Very, I mean, dr- very academic driven girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, very driven as far as work mm-hmm. ethic and everything. Yeah. So, yeah. So she, like you said, her and Greg got married. They moved to New Hampshire. Yes. Okay. And she starts, she gets a job at a high school called mm-hmm. Winnicott High School. Yes. And she's working as a media liaison. So it's like introducing kids to like communications, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Now she's doing this at the age of 22. So fresh out of college. Yeah. Like this yep. is her, her yeah. first job. Well, a lot of first for Pamela right. yeah. here. That's a lot. Oh, yeah. So Greg decides, okay, I'm going to cut my hair and get a job in insurance with his dad. So the rumor is, is that he comes home or Pam comes home and he's cut all his hair off and she is angry because she liked the long hair, heavy metal look. Right. Yeah. But I don't know if that's true or not. I mean, that's well, just kind of the rumor that goes around. So here another, cause I like to go off track. Remember mm-hmm. when Metallica cut their hair and people lost their minds? Oh yeah. You're not metal. You've sold yeah. out. You've cut your hair. So that's what that makes me think mm-hmm. of. Yeah. But yeah. Shout so, out Metallica still a fan. It's there fine. you go. Yeah. <laughs> so her, they, they both have good jobs. They have a nice house. Mm-hmm. And Greg works nights. So he's gone a lot. And Pam's usually home by herself. Mm. Okay. So, so lonely housewife. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Pam starts hanging out with teenagers. <laughs> Which is what all 22-year-olds do. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I'm like, hmm, yeah, okay. I remember when I was just right out of college, I went back to high school and hung out with everybody. Yeah. I did not. I was like, okay. I did not. No, I thought that was like, okay, she starts hanging out with teenagers, but okay. okay. So, Pam claims that Greg came home one night and told her that he had an affair. Okay. And Pam hmm. feels very betrayed by this. Mm-hmm. She feels very upset. Now, remember, they've been married about a year. Yeah, I was about to say, they couldn't have been married that long. Right. So, he admits to having an affair, Hmm. and she feels very betrayed by this. This just upsets Pam, and she said this is what changes the course in their marriage. In their marriage. Mm -hmm. So, we know May 1st, 1990, Greg is killed. Right. Yes. Okay. Pam gets home. And she had been to like a PTO kind of school meeting. So she didn't get home till about 10 o'clock mm-hmm. and she finds Greg dead on the floor. Mm. Right. That, so mm. she, yeah. So she runs the neighbors and they're like, call 911. I found my husband. And so they call 911. They're like, the lady's out here screaming and yelling. Mm-hmm. So there's something wrong. There's somebody dead in the house. Right. And so the police come to find a very distraught Pam and Greg dead on the floor from a gunshot wound. Right. So you can, so immediately you're thinking, oh, home invasion gone wrong. Because right, she was right. at a PTA meeting that people can vouch for. So. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the house is like ransacked. Looks like it's been oh, gone okay. through. Mm-hmm. Um, but Greg still has on his wedding band and his wallet. Hmm. Okay. So this doesn't look like it's a robbery. Right. Like, he walked in on a robbery thing because he mm-hmm. still had valuables. They still had valuables in the house. And their mm. little dog, Halen, mm. is locked in the cellar. Well, that's mean. Yeah. Hmm. So, like you said, the police have no idea huh. who did this. Yeah. Right. Because, I mean, it 
you know, from all accounts that I saw, this was a very, you know, <laughs> it was a quiet community. You know, I mean, like, right, not yeah. much, not much went on. And now you've got right. a murder and it's like, whoa. Right. So they start delving into Greg's background or his past. Mm -hmm. They realize he used to use a gambling service. Maybe he had some oh, gambling debts like, that he hadn't paid off. Like a shark or but, something. Yeah, but nothing pans out. Like, it's all dead ends as far as trying to figure out if it's something in Greg's background. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So, okay. yeah. So at Gre Greg's wake, mm -hmm. people notice that there's like a group of boys that are there that just look kind of off. Like, didn't look like people that Greg would hang out with. So, that kind of right. makes people a little suspicious, but still they don't know mm -hmm. how this is about to unfold. Right. Hmm. So, on June the 10th of 1990, a man walks into the police, the Seabrook police station, mm -hmm. and he has a revolver with him. And he goes, I think this gun has been used mm -hmm. to kill Greg Smart. Yes. Yep. Mm-hmm. And we'll find out who yeah. that father was. I yeah, mean, yeah. Here so, in a yeah, little bit, yeah. So he had stated that he had the gun put away, mm -hmm. and he noticed that it was cleaned, and he hadn't cleaned it in for like ever. So huh. it was recently cleaned. Oh. Mm -hmm. So they run ballistics, and it's a match to the gunshot of Greg. Right. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I bet so, this guy's yeah. like, what in the world? Why yeah. is this gun cleaned? Yeah. And, you know, yeah. now a match when he's not used him. Right. And he says that it's his son's friend, and his name is Ralph Welch. Okay. And he's the one that told the dad, hey, this gun was used to kill Greg. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> Ralph, so Ralph Welch right. knows why, or knows at least he was killed and with right. what gun yeah. was used. Yeah. Right. So, Ralph... Hmm. Is brought in for questioning, of course. Well, sure, yeah. And he tells them about three boys that wanted to kill Greg. Their names are Billy Flynn, Patrick Randall, mm -hmm. and Vance Latamy. Latamy, yeah. 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 And it was Vance's dad that mm -hmm. brought in the caliber, that, that found the gun, that took it to Correct. police, right? Okay. Yes. So... He, but Vance was in the getaway car, so he did not go inside the condo right. or the house he where Greg was. He was the driver, yes. Mm -hmm. Right. But Billy and Patrick went into the home and made it look like a robbery, that they mm -hmm. kind of tore it up and, and threw things around. So Greg comes in, and Greg tried to run, and that's when they shot him. And Billy is the one that shot him. Yeah. And oh, wow. they put the dog, and they're the ones that put the dog into the cellar. Well... Um, but we find out why. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm just glad that yeah. they didn't hurt the dog. I know. This right. is so, yeah. it sounds so callous, but I'm sorry for Greg's murder. But yeah. when you hear that they hurt an animal too, on top of that, you're just like, why? Right. Right. Why? But okay. So the police ask, you know, what was this for? Why did they do this? And they said, well, it was for $500 a piece. 500 so, and yeah. even in 1990 mm -hmm. i mean 500 seemed like a lot but two we've not mm -hmm. gotten to their ages and that might no, be we a, have not that might be yeah. a play in that as well but that's not that much right. money come on no it's it's not so they trace the three boys back and they're all students mm -hmm. at the school that pam works at oh lord Mm -hmm. And I know <laughs> it gets I know. better. Wait, there's yeah. more. <laughs> and these the three boys were in the orange juice commercial. The orange juice commercial. Yes. So Pam, there was a contest where you could win a a trip to Walt Disneyland. Okay. But for a, but you had to do orange this orange juice commercial for an orange juice company. Okay. So she got some of the students together to do this orange juice commercial, which I got to say was clever. Okay. I need to watch this. Yeah. You need to watch the orange juice commercial. It's mm. clever. Okay. But, but the three boys that we just mentioned are in the orange juice commercial. Okay. So she knows them then pretty well to say, yes. hey, I want you in this commercial. Because teachers don't right. just randomly yeah. pick children out of a, a group and go, you, you, and you, let's go. You know, you have to know right, them, right. have a rapport. Okay. Right. Now, it's also revealed that Billy 
Mm-hmm. And Pam have an affair. Okay. And, and, but now at this time, Billy is only 15? Correct. Okay. So minor. So mm-hmm. this kind of gives off Mary Kay Letourneau vibes. Uh, yeah, it does. So, okay. So, but then that makes you think too. I mean, if Greg said he came home and had an affair, but now right. it's coming out that Pam's had her own affair. Correct. A very, very much illegal affair. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. maybe not such the best marriage after all. Right. Hmm. So on June the 11th, the, all three boys are arrested. Mm-hmm. But they're not talking to police because they think if we don't talk, they don't have anything on us, we'll either get out or mm-hmm. we'll just wait till we're 18 years old and they'll let us out. Okay, so they're thinking they'll get juvie or yeah. juvenile court, right? And we'll keep you till you're 21. We'll and just then... walk. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. That's what they're. Th- but they're not talking. They're not going to talk to the police. None of them say anything. Hmm. So a mysterious phone call comes into the police department. Okay. And this anonymous caller tells the police that they need to talk to a young lady by the name of Cecilia Pierce. Mm, because Cecilia. Cecilia, yes, because Cecilia knows some things. <laughs> there's always the one like who has nothing to do with the mm-hmm. crime but they know everything about it <laughs> right yes so in this case it's cecilia okay yes so cecilia they bring her in mm-hmm. and she claims that pam told her that she was in love with billy and she admits <sighs> cecilia admits that she walked in and billy and Tan- and pam were caught in the act yeah mm-hmm. we're we're yeah we're wow. caught in the act. So she saw it firsthand. So there's no denying that there was a relationship right. between the two. Well, a physical relationship. Does, right. And Pam admits to the affair. She said it was stupid. She never should have had it. Mm-hmm. Um, what she did was wrong. And she admits she regrets having that affair with Billy. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and Cecilia says that, you know, Pam wanted to get rid of Greg. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And we'll and we'll get into when we get into the mm-hmm. trial, where what the yes. prosecution was saying. And I just, mm-hmm. you know, I, I no one ever wants to have to go through a divorce. I don't know of anybody that was like, yeah, my whole aim of getting married was so I could do a divorce. Um, but it just seems like where they're trying, they're almost trying to make it seem like that was Pam's intention the whole way. And it was like, mm-hmm. what, really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Right. But we'll get into right. more of that yeah. here in a little bit. Yeah. So the cops ask Cecilia if she's willing to wear a wire mm-hmm. and go speak to Pam. Yeah. And Cecilia says, okay. <laughs> so Cecilia goes to Pam's office and talks to her and tells her, you know, the cops believe that you hired the boys to kill Greg. Mm-hmm. And Pam says, even if I did, you'd have to be deranged to say, okay. Um, right so to me that says it wasn't her idea because well she knew enough to say even if I did say that why would I why would I do that you know why would you say okay why would you say okay I mean right if somebody came to you said will you kill my spouse and you say okay yeah I mean I mean that's deranged I mean right so that's where Pam was coming from was even Mm -hmm. if I said it why mm-hmm. would somebody go as far as to say, okay, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> Cecilia tells Pam, you know, I'm tired of lying to the police. Mm-hmm. And Pam says, you know, if you tell, then they're going to accuse you of murder too, accessory to murder. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So she kind of. She's trying to intimidate yeah. her, coerce her to not speak to police. And right. About anything. Yeah do that <laughs> whether you're being right. reported where you're secretly wiretapped or not you cannot tell people oh they might do this or that you better not you can't do it mm-hmm. yeah so yeah not a good move mm-hmm. so pam they you know the police arrest pam yeah oh I mean, yeah they they arrest her and they get her for accomplice to first degree murder right yes that um yeah. let me see here yeah, for tampering mm-hmm. and then for accomplice to first degree murder. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, the boys that are deciding not to talk, right? They mm-hmm. think they'll go free if they don't talk. Well, then they come back and say, well, we're going to try you as adults. 
and they're like, what? Okay, we need to start talking. Sing little canary Yep. (laughs) Right. They're like, we need to do plea deals. And they do. They do plea deals. Yeah. Against Pam. They have to testify against Pam. Well, sure. And so they they realize, oh, no, we're going to be tried as adults. This is bad. We better start talking. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. That, and that is... I have issues with that, <laughs> and the and the reason yeah. being, I know that in court you have to admit, you know, your your testimony here is because this is part of a plea bargain or plea deal that you have with prosecution. Yes. Well, would you right. not? I would think as a juror, if I heard mm-hmm. that, I would be like, well, am I going to believe? Are they going to over embellish? Right what the what the defendant has done or said because they're trying to save their own hide here they're gonna right, yeah. they're gonna put that defendant in the worst light possible i would think right and yeah. plus they're 15 you get them scared mm-hmm. they will tell you whatever they think they need right. to right. to to yep. get themselves out of trouble so i don't right. i don't know how i felt about i mean right you know, they were smart to take the plea deal, but at what cost to pay them? Right. What's, yeah. You know. Right. But. So the trial begins March the 5th, 1991. Mm-hmm. And the prosecution, you know, they are saying that Pam wanted Greg killed mm-hmm. for yep. insurance money. I think it was like $140,000 It was stand to gain. Yeah. Yeah, that there um, she was trying yeah. to get out of an exp- um say the, the prosecution portrayed uh, Pamela as an evil woman bent on murder and that the teenagers were naive. Okay, mm-hmm. so right there anyhow. Right. So but they were saying that Pamela seduced uh Billy Flynn to get him to murder her husband so that Pamela could avoid an expensive divorce. And benefit from a hundred and forty thousand dollar life insurance policy. How much is a divorce? Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know, but I mean, right? Because when I heard that, I thought, you know, they're twenty. She's twenty two. Right. It's the early nineties. Right. They've been married a year. Right. There can't be too many assets that they have to claim and split up. I right. They think. don't have. There's no. There's no children involved in this. Yeah. There's not, you know, there's not a lot. So that that that, that didn't make any like, sense to me. How expensive of a divorce mm-hmm. is if you think his hundred and forty thousand dollar life insurance policy is the better deal? Right. If someone look, has answers on that, we'd love to know. I don't know. And Pam Pam worked. Right. She had she a did, career. She wasn't right. She wasn't a housewife sitting at home right. or anything. I mean, like this woman worked. She had her own means. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So it just doesn't make sense that, you know. Right. But then. 140000 and what, you know. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, Pam yeah. Pamela was saying that Billy acted mm-hmm. alone only after Pamela told him, told Billy, right. hey, this is done. I'm over mm-hmm. it. I want to re- fix my marriage. Right, and so then, they think that he did it out of a jealous rage. The next thing she knows, right, she walks home and her husband's dead and her house is ransacked. I mean, right, yes, that, but that just just to give a little glimpse on the prosecution mm-hmm. defense, what right. their what so, their stance were. Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. So I mean, Patrick, who they called Pete, which that was just odd to me. I yeah. don't know, but um, anyway, Patrick Billy. I mean, they cut a deal, and I mean, they plead guilty and testify against Pam, mm-hmm. and that that's what hurt Pam. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, because I think it was it was a fourteen day trial, so it's a very quick mm-hmm. uh, trial that it ended in conviction. Yes. Um, she was convicted on tampering because, and that was largely based on Pamela telling Cecilia. When she mm-hmm. was being secretly recorded, not to talk to police or you know lie, you know lie to them. But and I here's my mm-hmm. question: she was wiretapped, but in mm-hmm. order for that to be admissible, would mm-hmm. she? Don't you have to well, be? Or is this before that law went into effect, where you had to be made aware that you were being recorded? It was in the in the state they were in, which was New Hampshire. It was a one person consent, 
So oh, as long as one, one. person oh, okay. consented to the recording, which would be Cecilia, then they can use it. Boy. Because, mm. you know, yep. I, I mean, granted, if she knew she was being recorded, yeah, absolutely. She could lie through her teeth. But when you For don't sure. know you're being recorded, I mean, how many of us tell tall tales to our friends and say, right. oh, yeah, I told them to count. Psh, yeah, whatever. And and you don't realize what you're saying is being recorded. And then it comes right. back. Right. Well, you don't. And that's what well, gets you convicted. I mean. Right. Phone so, calls. Anything. Yeah. So like we you were told growing up, watch what you say. Yeah. I mean, well, <laughs> literally. Yeah. Because, well, right. and too, and, and they said, too, that. When Pam was asked about her marriage and wanting to repair it, evidently she contradicted herself when she was mm -hmm. talking with Cecilia about, well, no, I don't know that I want to repair it and and all that. Right. Um, and um, let's see, she had a different story to tell about wanting to fix the marriage. Pamela, because um, another thing too, and I didn't realize this because... I mean, we grew up with this, but people younger than mm -hmm. us, they've never known anything different. This was actually one of the first court cases to have cameras yeah. in the courtroom. Yeah, so, before OJ. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, right in the OJ trial, that was huge because we were in high school right. still when that was yes. going on. But, but also, Pamela argued that the media had influenced her trial and conviction. Right. Saying, right. you know, look, this was, you know, this was something that was new. So why would you want one of the first cases ever televised to actually be a quote-unquote loss to the prosecution? Mm -hmm. That yeah. people must be like, oh, well, we're going right. to make an example out of her. And, mm -hmm. you know, has she done wrong? Absolutely. Well, I'm not saying she hasn't, but. Right. Well, some of the jurors said that seeing Billy on the stand, Billy was crying. He was emotional. Sure. He said that he loved Pam. Um, that she said the only way they could be together was, you know, if Greg was dead. Mm -hmm. And so he said Pam really pressured him into doing this. And so he loved her, and this is why he did it. And he said he regrets it, and he lives with, with it every day. Mm -hmm. But the juror said that is what kind of moved them by seeing Billy on the stand crying. Yeah. Well, and I'm, I'm, that has to be heartbreaking to see someone that young have committed mm -hmm. such a horrendous act. And But here's here's what I don't understand. This okay. is something that keeps probably, running through my mind. And we probably right, got the I same know. thought. <laughs> right. Okay. This is it. Okay. Billy is with Pam and they're having an affair. So to Billy okay. it's, you know, I'm I'm with this woman, I love her, blah, blah, blah. Right. Sure. Right. Well what do the other two stand to gain besides five hundred dollars? Thank you. That's where I, if somebody came into and said, hey, Aaron, we're going to go kill this person, but you got to do it for $500, I'd be like, uh, I'm good. And I, then I'd call the police on you. Exactly. I would, yeah, so, I'd be like, hold yeah. on, I need to go to the bathroom real quick. And then I'd be like, exactly. y'all. That's what I kept thinking through this whole thing. I, I'm, I feel certain, and if anyone who grew up with us and was friends mm -hmm. with us in high school, if you, if you beg to differ, please reach out. I'm pretty right. certain all of my friends in high school, if I said, I'm going to go murder this person you want in, mm -hmm. nobody would have accepted that invitation. And they would have told your parents, the least. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. It would have gotten yeah. back to mom and dad before we got home. And I'd be like, I was right. kidding, yeah. you know. But, yeah. um, right, right, yeah. But, I mean, but that's, that's the thing. Yeah, People I don't do under. Not. Yeah. Cecilia sat there and knew this the whole time and said nothing. Well, and I understand she's a kid too. I get it. I'm right. trying to that mindset, right? But then the police come to her, and she so willingly is, you know, hey, yeah, yeah let me wiretap. But again, she's working on her plea deal, trying to get out of her part of it. Um, right. Doing it, I, I would have done the same. But yeah, I mean, if you knew it, why didn't you say something? Because how right. many times do we tell? If you see mm -hmm. something, if you suspect something, say oh something, my Lord, yeah. say something. Right. Even if you are wrong, right. people would rather you be wrong than to sit on it and then find out, right. whoops, I should have said something. Right. Yeah. I don't understand that. People are, oh, I'm not a snitch, whatever. Yes, be one because you probably could have saved somebody's life if you are. Right. If you say, so there's if just you a speak up. There's just a lot of questions in this. 
Well, that, you know that I don't think we'll ever find out. No, know. And, and even Pamela uh, said that we had, um, that she knows that her freedom is on. Let's see, in 1996. Oh, oh gosh. So Pamela in prison. In 1996, she was yeah. severely beaten uh, by yeah, two was. other inmates because they thought she had snitched on them and their relationship that the two inmates were having. And she didn't. Mm-hmm. She was just right. falsely accused. Um, but but Pamela keeps track of Billy. She says she keeps track of Billy Flynn, saying mm-hmm. that if he would just tell the truth, she could be set free. But she knows he won't do that. Yeah. Well, and, see, and, yeah. Because she got life in prison without parole. Yeah, like with no possibility yeah. or anything. And we'll go over them here yeah. in just a minute. Yeah. yeah. But how many times and we've got and I've got to remember I have to keep in mind we're talking about a 22 and a 15 year old who are Mm -hmm. you know in this physical lust for each other whatever Mm -hmm. illegal as it is but if if they're if the other one or the other says oh gosh I wish I could be with you and it's like no the only way is if one if if that other partner was not here if they were dead I don't think she meant like literally mm-hmm. you know like I mean I don't I don't necessarily she could could she have said that absolutely but I don't think right. she meant it literally and he as a 15 year old who's being driven by this physical connection that he's having with her I think mm-hmm. he took it literally and was like well if that's the only way I can have you then I will do it you're 15 your executive decision-making is not finished developing in your head. You're going to do irrational right. things. And, you know, even Pamela said that um, she's she has conceded that Gregory would still be alive had she not had the affair. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, that's that's a lot to carry because who knows what was really said. We'll never, like you said, we'll never know. No. Billy's not going to say anything. No, I'm no. sure he does or not want to visit. Two. Yeah, and I'm sure he don't want to revisit yeah. that time in his life. I mean, who would? But, right. but I mean, it could have been something like that. Oh, Billy, the only way we're going to be together is if Greg was dead. Just mm-hmm. saying it as a, you know, just as like, why would you do that? But to say that, and for him to go, well, she wanted me to kill him. That was the only way we could be together. Does that really, you know? Does that mean she really sent them out? Because she didn't seem like a mastermind of evil to me. Uh, no, not really. I, I think mean, that's what. Are we going to blame heavy metal yeah. music? I mean, come on. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it's just, it's one of those things where it's just hard to wrap your mind around it. Yeah. And because if Billy had acted alone, I probably could have bought it then. Oh, right? sure. Yeah. But the fact that there was two other people that <laughs> yeah. didn't really stand to gain anything. Nothing nothing and not not between the three of them not one of them had the thought of this is wrong mm-hmm. right um i'm not going to do this five hundred dollars forget you know that's yeah. nothing i'm not killing a person exactly exactly that's and i wonder what that what that conversation was between billy and randall hey man i gotta mm-hmm. i want to keep this old lady so i'm gonna i need to knock off her husband yeah. you want help you want in on this yeah and then did Vance just, even uh, know what was happening, or was he just driving them around? He was just sitting in the car. I, I don't mean, know. They See, said, hey, I have no we, idea. We're going to run in here real quick. It's so and so's house. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Who knows? Kids I just still can't. All the time. And then, I still can't. You know. But yeah, I, I, my, do I, th- do I think Pamela is without guilt? No, I don't. She should have never gotten involved in that affair with a fifteen-year-old student. That you just right. don't do that. Um, it's against the law. <laughs> it's against the law. First you know, of it all, it is against the law. Um, I mean, to, yeah, but yeah. but you don't do those things. But do I think that she orchestrated mm-hmm. a murder and she somehow convinced three fifteen-year-olds um, that? Yeah, I'm sure mm-hmm. impressionable, but they're still old enough that they know that murder is wrong. Don't tell. Sure. These were not children that had um, any type of uh, developmental delays or impaired um, judgments, things mm-hmm. like that, that they didn't have anything that impaired them. 
they knew he knew right. what he was doing, but why? I just don't right. know. I don't know. I yeah. mean, and, yeah. And side note, Billy has like Paul McCartney eyes. Did you notice that? He like does. his eyes look yeah. like Paul McCartney, but doesn't now. He doesn't now. But yeah, for a minute, I was like, oh my goodness, he was like Paul McCartney a little bit. I don't know. He does. So anyway, no, I yeah, agree. I saw only that you would see that, Aaron. I know. Honestly. I know. I'm sorry. But, had to put that out there. So, so kind of just a quick of where are they now? Pamela is mm-hmm. still incarcerated in a maximum yeah. security prison um, that is in uh, New York because she mm-hmm. was moved after she was severely beaten. She got moved yeah. to another um, um, prison for her safety. And the two women that beat her up saying they, you know, she snitched on them. They got moved mm-hmm. to separate prisons as well. So. Well, that's good. Separate them, you know. Yeah. So the two women are now in individual prisons away from each other Mm -hmm. also. Um, And also with, so with the, um, with the, with the guys, um, Billy is out, um, the co-conspirators. So Billy Flynn Mm -hmm. was originally sentenced to life in prison for second degree murder. He was not eligible for parole uh, for 40 years with 12 years of the minimum sentence deferred if he maintained good behavior. Uh, But he was actually, um, he was granted parole by the state on March 12th of 2015. And he was released from prison with lifetime parole on June 4th, 2015, which was a few days past the 25th anniversary of Greg Smart's death. Right. Uh, Patrick Randall, also sentenced to life in prison for second-degree murder. Uh, he was actually released um, act- on the same day, uh, June 4th of 2015, on lifetime parole. Um, and then the driver, Vance um, Latimee, was sentenced to mm-hmm. life in prison as an accomplice. Um, and that he was, in 2005, his minimum sentence was reduced by three years, and he was paroled the same year. Um, that same year, 15 years after Greg Smart's uh, death, which death, was in yeah. 2008. And then mm-hmm. uh, Raymond Fowler, who waited in the car during the killing. So here's one that just rode with him. Uh, he was sentenced to 30 years for conspiracy to murder. Uh, and he was paroled in 2003, but then he was sent back to prison in 2004 for violating his parole, but then he was paroled again in June of 2005, and as far as I could tell, that's been it, yeah, he's not been back, but, Mm -hmm. but here's the thing, if your friend says they want to commit murder, A, don't do it with them, B, tell somebody, and C, even if you're just sitting in the car and you didn't know a thing of what's going on, you can still go to prison. So yes, mm-hmm. you you ever heard guilt by association? That's a good right. example of it right there. So, um, mm-hmm. but yeah. yeah, and you know, Pam Ooh. Pam's done good things she, in prison too. She's she had has. two master's degrees. Yeah, she has helped tutor other prisoners. She's mm-hmm. done a lot of good while in prison. She is trying to get out. Yeah, as we know. Yeah. Um, and she, you know, she, should she or should she, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. I don't, I'm not, because a lot of times you see, and a lot of other cases we've talked about, um, the people that are in prison are a danger to society because they cook up mm-hmm. some idea and they follow through with that idea. Whether, you know, right. murder, um, what, you know, manipulation, things like this. Okay. If Pamela Smart did create all of this, how is she mm-hmm. still a threat to society? Because evidently she was only right. p- able to persuade Billy Flynn. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, I can't help but I think about Charles Charles Manson, right? Charles Manson mm-hmm. never physically killed anybody, but he manipulated and persuaded people to go out and do his bidding for him. True. And he, too, got life in prison without parole. But Charles Manson didn't get to master's degrees he wasn't counseling people he wasn't working with other prisoners right he wasn't showing that Mm -hmm. right he was spouting his beliefs till the day he died as Mm -hmm. we know Mm -hmm. whereas pam got the same sentence as charles manson right but yet has gone off and has turned herself around right yeah because she sits on the she's an advocate for the uh, national women's organization Um, right yeah so, um, you know, she has yeah. done 
she's she's advocating for others. Absolutely. Right. Right. So, you know, they said if Pam would just admit her guilt, maybe she could get out, but she refuses because she claims to this day, Mm -hmm. she did not tell Billy to go kill her husband. Yeah. I really don't think she, I I just, I don't, I don't think she did. And I think with having the plea deals, you're going to say whatever at 15 and facing adult prison time and everything. Yeah. You're going to say whatever you think needs to be heard. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, that that's my opinion, and that's mine. <laughs> right, you right, can, right. I mean, we can we can differ, and people listening can differ from me, and that's fine. I mean, that's what, sure. But that I just I just don't think she did that. But what she did, she still again, she is not without guilt. She is right. not. No, she no, went not. down a road right. she yeah. never should have been on, and had right. she not, yeah. it never would have happened. But right, exactly. She, Lord, Lord. Yep. All right. So. So that is Pamela Smart. That is Pamela Smart, and that onion has been peeled. Shoo. Yes. All right. Excellent. Good work, Karen. Okay. Yes. So next week. Next oh, week, yes. we've got another good one from the 90s. This mm-hmm. is the case of Eric Smith. This is someone who killed a four-year-old in 1993 in New York. I do yes. kind of remember hearing this on the news because we would have been 14 uh, in 93. Right. So uh, I do remember hearing about this. So we're going to cover that case because he was actually recently paroled. And he was 13 when he did the crime. Yep. Oh, wow. That's yeah. right. 13-year-old kills 4-year-old. Yes. That's right. Yep. So this is so, kind of... Yeah, this, inter- this is different, yeah. Yeah. This is different. Yeah, it's a child child on child um, murder. Which Crime, yeah. Is, yep. uh, yeah, which is not very common, thankfully. No. Um, right. So that is going to be what we will be checking out next. Um, the next yes. onion we have up on the block. So... Thank you all again so much for tuning in, for listening, for your support. We really appreciate you all, and um, thanks for the words of encouragement. We hope to hear you, see you, hear you, listen to you. What are we doing? Whatever right. you do, we hope that we hope that you do it with us again next week. <laughs> and until <Yes>. then, <laughs> until you get to, I'm so prepared with that ending. And until then, take care, stay safe, and keep peeling back those layers of true crime. Until next time, bye, Erin. Bye, Erica. Bye, everybody. Bye.